You're now listening to a Word for Deliverance podcast with Pastor Leonard D. Cochran of A Place of Refuge Noonan. A Place of Refuge Noonan is located in the city of Noonan, Georgia. To stay better connected with us for more exclusive information and updates, download our church app, A Place of Refuge Noonan, or visit our church website at apor-noonan.org. Now, let's join in for today's message. Hold up your Bibles real high. Let everybody see your Bibles. Come on, let's hold them up. Look around, look around, look around at everybody that got their Bibles. Is this not a good sight? Good sight this morning. Good sight. Amen. So we're going this morning to the book of Colossians. Uh, We're going to read a couple of verses of Scripture. And then we're going to notice 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter. Notice the book of Colossians as Paul writes to the church at Colossae. Notice what Paul says in Colossians 3, and let's pick it up at uh, verse number 8. Notice Colossians 3 and verse number 8 on this morning. Notice very carefully, Paul says to the church, But now you yourselves, I'm reading out the King James, New King James Version, But now you yourselves are to put off all these. Anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Verse 9, do not lie to one another. Since you have put off the old man with his deeds or ways, and you have put on the new man, Or you have put on new ways or new deeds. Notice this. And have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him. Notice the H is capitalized referring to God. Created. Notice this. According to the image of him. I should say who created him. Let me read that again. And have put on the new man. Now again, if you're taking notes, when you put on the new man, this is important, the new man comes with new ways or new deeds. It's impossible to put on the new man and not have new ways or new deeds. If a person is claiming that he or she has put on the new man, but they don't have the new ways or the new deeds, which equates a new lifestyle, something is wrong. Come on, church, something is wrong. Because let me read it without stopping. But you yourselves are to put off these. See, when you start becoming that, trying to, trying not to just, trying to go, but it just, it's so much here. But when, but when you become a new person, Notice according to verse 8, it requires us, not some of us, but all of us, to start putting off things. You start putting off things. See, that's a change. You start putting off things. Just like in the natural when we undress, there are certain things that's easy to pull off. Come on, from a natural standpoint, when you're dressing and undressing, there are certain things when it's time to get undressed or to pull off things, certain things are easier 
than others for certain people to pull off. Am I right about that? And some of us need help pulling off certain things. All the women should have said amen. Y'all got certain, most women got certain shoes. They need help buckling them. And they do. You see them doing all of this. And, you know, after a while, they like, can, can you help? Am I right? But notice it's interesting. Now, we're just going to teach this morning. Paul said in verse 9, do not lie to one another. Do not lie. The implication is that, hey, somebody's doing what they shouldn't be doing. Somebody's still lying. Whoa, look how quiet they got then. Somebody's still lying. And Paul is dealing with it. He said, do not lie to one another. And the reason he gives them that y'all shouldn't be lying to each other, since you put off the old man with his ease. Part of the deeds and the ways of the old man is lying. And now put on the new man. The new man is renewed in knowledge, divine knowledge, according to the image of him or God who, this is important, created him. Who created him. That's important. Look back at 2 Corinthians and notice the fifth chapter. Notice 2 Corinthians and the fifth chapter. Uh, keep in mind that 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 latter verse, according to the image of Him or God who created Him. See, we're renewed in divine knowledge according to the image of God who created us. Created us what? This new man. Come on, y'all. This new man is a creation of God. We're going to brag that up with 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Notice what Corinthians 5 and 17 says. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, therefore, if anyone, anyone, no matter how you were raised, if anyone, no matter what you were battling with, if anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. When you're in Christ and you're in him right, we should see newness. Now something is wrong with some people who claim to be in Christ, but you don't see that, that newness. You don't, you don't see those new ways. Remember how he talked about putting away anger, putting away uh, wrath? You, you, you wonder how some folk get saved, become new, but stay mean. See, something wrong with that. Something wrong with a person who say they saved, but they mean all the time. When you got saved, the joy of the Lord should have so entered you that you can say about yourself, you may not be where you need to be in totality, but you should be able to say, I'm not as mean as I used to be. Before I got saved, I have the joy. It's hard to have the joy of the Lord. Come on, saints. And yet you're mean all 
the time. I'm going I'm to deal with some of y'all. I, you say but never smile? Some of you been in church all morning, you ain't smile now. You in God's house and have not smiled. But you smiled all the time when you were drinking. You know, that's what they got the old saying, grinning and sinning. <laughs> I very rarely, this is going to be one of the messages. It's going to be one of them. I very rarely went to the club and just saw folk who wasn't happy to be there. Amen? Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, this ain't Pastor Conquer, and if I got to take my time, somebody going to leave today, you're going to know Bible. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Well, Pastor, that's just how I am. Don't you get tired of hearing that from folk who's supposed to be new? I understand what the Bible say, but that's just how I talk to people. But see, when you get saved, you should talk to people differently. Hold on. Even if God has to teach you, because at the beginning you really don't know how to talk to people. But when you start receiving divine knowledge, you start learning through God how to talk to folk. He that will have friends must show himself friendly. Nobody likes being around me, Pastor. There's a reason. Nobody wants to be sad like that. Nobody wants to talk about bad things all day. If you want me to leave your presence, just just keep talking about everything that's bad. Everything that's going wrong. And you never mention what is good. You're going to look around and say, what pastor? What pastor was here? He, I'm gone. You too negative. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things. They're dealing with the old man. Have passed away. Oh, I love this verse. Behold, look, examine, see. All things have become what? New. Have become new. And so based upon this, my subject this morning is simple. Let the old go. Let the old go. Amen. I want to teach on the subject. Let the old go. If you don't mind looking at somebody, if you're not afraid of him or her, you do not fear them this morning. I need you to look them in their eyes and tell them, let the old now just shout it to them. Go. Y'all didn't say it right. Look at somebody else. Tell them. Say, let the old, let the old go. go. Want to run the old out? Let's give God a praise for the subject. Let the old what? Let the old. Let the old. I got a feeling somebody gonna leave here more friendlier, more happier. Let the old go. One thing we all need to realize about Jehovah, English version, Jehovah, the most high God, Jesus is Lord, is how he created us. This is important. 
We were all created as free moral agents. That's important to understand. Meaning that to every one of us, God has given the power of choice. Or he has allowed us or created us with a free will. We basically can do or we can choose not to do. See, see, this is how we all was created. Why is that important? Because you never want to begin to think that God is going to make you do right. You, you never want to think that. Well, pastor, I've been praying and I want God to make me stop doing what I know I should not be doing. See, I got news for you today. God is not going to completely stop you from doing it. Come on, somebody. If, in fact, you want to do it. Or you like doing it. How many can admit this morning that you would still be drinking if you were saying, God, knock the Budweiser out of my hands? Come on. We still be turning up, right? Now, he empowered us. He helped us. He gave us a word. Gave us vision to how much better life would be, could be, should be if we stop doing the things we know we shouldn't be doing. But to sit up and think that God is going to make you do right. He's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. Why? Because of how he created you. How he created me. Again, giving us the power of choice. Even gave mankind, and this is remarkable, the power of choice to choose to live for him. But that free will also gives you the right to deny him, to live according to your own ways, to do your own thing. And see, that is even the motto or the vision of the satanic church. Do as thou wilt. Even Satan plays that game to deceive folk, saying do as thou wilt. But even when it comes to Satan, the devil himself, he don't want you to just do what you want to do. He wants you to do what he wants you to. Oh, come on here, somebody. He plays with us and makes us think in time past that we was in control. That Well, I'm doing this because I want to do it. Now, we are all influenced by somebody. Am I right about that? We got to really receive that because some of us are too old to keep setting up playing games with ourselves. Wanting God to make us do things that we're old enough to do. Oh, parents should be saying amen. Parents ought to, to really be able to feel me right now. There are certain things you don't mind doing for your young children. But as they become of age... Oh, come on, somebody. And you still doing that for them? 
I, I, I'm never moved when I'm in public and I see a woman bring out her breasts and feed a, a two-month-old, a three-month-old. You know, have their little cover on them and all of that. But now, if, if, if I'm there and a five-year-old walk up, no, no, he's he too old to see her be getting milk like that. Now, something wrong, he, there's some enjoyment coming out of that for dear mama. Uh, y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest with you. Something ain't right with that. He too old. You need to get that boy to jug. He need to be pouring milk. He too old to be sucking milk. Some of you ain't getting happy because you already know God talking to you. You too old to still be doing that. You too old to still be acting like that. You're old enough now to lead people. To show others the way. But sadly in the church, people are waiting for God to make them do things. Paul said, when I was a child, I speak as a child. I thought as a child. I understood as a child. Are y'all listen? But when I became a man, teach us, Paul, I put away childish things. Who put it away? Paul. Paul put it away. Paul stopped doing it. He recognized to continue doing certain things means that I'm a child. That I am, number one, unlearned or untrained. Or unwilling to listen. Come on, somebody. When I start maturing in God, it's when I really realize God has given me enough already to stop doing what I, what, what I shouldn't be doing. Now, this is just my testimony. Getting saved. Early on in my years of being saved, I didn't know any better. I would actually talk to women when I met them. Hadn't been saved too long. And I made sure I looked down at the ground. The whole conversation. I wouldn't even look at them. Hey, how, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Saved. In church. Every now and then I sneak a glimpse. Pastor, why were you doing that? I didn't want to lust. I, I, I didn't want to look at them in a way that they would say, oh, he, he ain't. Come on, somebody. Ooh. And, and see, for how women dress nowadays, man, you ain't got to have 2020 to see breasts now. You, 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 your vision don't have to be that clear. Come on. Men in all these tight clothing. You 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 ain't you ain't blind. You see that's too tight. But God had to teach me that your being saved, son, doesn't take away beautiful women. It, it don't take away women who have been. Oh, blessed by me. You're going to see all of this. And you don't want me to blind you, son. 
You just want to learn to have self-control. Somebody needed to hear that. You don't want God to blind you. Single man, your eyes are important. A man was made to be moved, to be stirred, if y'all know what I mean, by what he sees. And when you're young and not married, you don't want God to take that away. You're going to need that one day. Boy, it's quiet in there. See, you teach like this, folk. A brother want the ability to respond just off of sight. Looking at the right thing. It moves him. It stirs him. And you're watching a game. And she gets you some tater chips. She just... She just bent over, pouring the tater chips. All of a sudden, you stirred. Don't matter who win in this thing. <laughs> Where my brother's at? Time for me to win. Oh, don't matter about that no more. That's real me. But sadly in the church, many folk try to justify not letting the old go. So a lot of folk try to justify hanging on to deeds and ways that they need to be allowing to pass. But they're seeking to justify. And you have folk who will search the scriptures trying to justify not letting the old go. They want to take the Bible and show you why they can still do this, that, and the other. You, know, you have some folks so, they so twisted. They're they, they going to try to justify cussing. That, that, that's the day and time in which we're in. It's just a it's just a word. Who made it a cuss word? You know what I tell folks sometimes. Next time you ever in court, talk to the judge like that. You gonna learn real quick. Am I right about that? There's this new uh, religion that had just caught on with a lot of black men in particular. The folk, you know, they don't want to let go of the of the old. And they boast about having a lot of men in their church. Our church is filled with, with men, black men, in church. In church. But they're seeking to justify holding on to, to the old. And in this particular movement, they still believe that a man has the right to have more than one wife. 
some of the brothers looking at me right now like, what is it? What? I'm not going to give you the address. Yeah, men are lined up. A lot of divorcing taking place too. Once the good brother says, sister, this is where we, where the Lord is leading us. I can only imagine if I told them, look, the Lord, I found a place for us to go. Oh, don't they have some church up in here. One thing about it now, Don. I am allowed to have more than one wife. Donna, come back. Wait a minute. Let me show it to you. Gone. We're laughing. But some religious people love trying to justify not letting the old go. Because I only curse when I get mad. And that, that may be all right. Well, it ain't never all right. But it's understandable in the beginning as a babe. But as a person, y'all, some of y'all don't like my teaching this morning. As we mature in God, as you get old in God, I don't care how upset you get, control your tongue. Learn how to express yourself. You ain't got a cuss to show me you angry. You don't have to name call and go back to your old ways. So you can show somebody not to fool with you. I don't need nobody that I got to get all like that to make you treat me right. No, you bad for me. You're somebody that I need to cut loose. We live in a time now where folk want to justify smoking weed. It's a natural herb. You know what I always tell them? So are them hedges out there. They're growing up naturally out there. You, you ain't smoking them. Y'all are laughing, but I'm serious. If you're taking note, when you get truly saved and get in Christ right, immediately... Certain things you begin to let go. Now there are some women in here, you had some men and some were giving you finances. But when you got saved and got saved right, you had to let that go. I told y'all it was going to be quiet. I didn't think it was going to be this quiet, but... And some things we let go again immediately. Then there are things that we have to work at letting this go. Come on. And we're all different. 
what I quickly let go, somebody else, come on somebody, may have a struggle. Some of y'all don't like teaching like that because you want everybody to think when you got saved that you laid it all down. But you lying. That's when you still got that bad temper. See, you should have by now put away that. But you get mad in a New York minute about things this big. But you quick to tell other people, hey, just put that down. Just let that go. But you don't talk about your temperament. This side of you that goes from zero to ten. I know it's right. When I first got saved, I never forget taking all of my music back then. And back then we would see these. Y'all know my story. I had my sister in my car. You could hear me from a long ways away. But I had my CD cases and leather cases in order. Y'all know him. I had my rap. So we had, I had all of that in order. Tupac, all of them. Yes, sure. In order. That's it. Then, then I had my love music. Keep flipping and come to a section. Love music. Key sweat. John, Johnny Gill. Keep flipping. You had to take some of them back to the old school. OJ's. Temptation. Marvin Gaye. Otis Redding. And some women had never heard that music on my sister. Y'all, when I tease like this, don't look at her. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't, when I tease like this, don't. She already know this. She failed to the OJ's. She, she already, I used the OJ's on her. She know the story. Y'all ain't got to feel sorry for her. The OJ's worked on her. She know the story. She said, what are you playing? She said, I've never heard a young man play this. That's how I do. I got a classical side to me. But hold on. I took all of that music. We were living in Chateau Apartments. Went to the dumpster. Threw it all in the dumpster. A friend called me. He said, man, you really doing this thing? I said, man, I told you, I'm for real, man. I'm saved. He, he said, what you do with all that music? He said, well, let me have it. I said, I, I can't do that, brother. I said, there's a lot of demonic stuff that mess with my mind. I said, I can't give it to you. He said, what you do? I said, I threw it in the trash can out there. He said, I'm on the way. <laughs> True story. He went in the dumpster and got it all. But he didn't get it from me. Come on, somebody. Because, see, I knew immediately that if I was going to walk the straight and the narrow, 
I listen to. I knew it. I'm not, I'm on struggle being this new man and I'm listening to people who are pumping, priming the old man. Oh, I'm going to teach this right today. May even preach some of it. But what you feed will live. What you starve will die. And I knew if I feed the old man, he'll live. He'll live. Certain things change about you when you really get saved. Listen, and it is an extreme or drastic change. I wonder if some people really are saved. When you truly get saved, people in your house, folk you work with, family members, they notice. Come on, they, they say stuff like something different. She different. She don't talk the same. She don't go the same. Something different about it. Oh man, he still the same. I'm telling you, bro. I offered him such and such, and he refused it. Something different. Something different. Someone had certain folk try to call and hook up with her. They they knew immediately. Something different. I walked in the store one day and. Had to go in a convenience store just to get something real quick. Gave the woman a $20 bill. And immediately when she gave me back change, I seen two 20s, a 10, a 5. And, and I just stood there. And I said, no. I, I said, ma'am. I said, I said, hold up, ma'am. I said, uh, something ain't right. Uh, I said, I don't know what you thought I gave you. I said, I gave you a 20. I said, you got to look, 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 look what you gave me. It was an older woman. She said, oh, Lord. She said, the sun in my eyes. I said, my son, you better get that sun out your eyes. <laughs> They're going to they gonna fire you. L- listen, but the old man. One ain't say, look what the Lord done The new man said, this ain't right. God ain't got to bless me like this. Come on, somebody. And there were, there were some folk behind me. When I did it, they were like, what's wrong with him? They were like, dude. But see, I was new. And, and see, that's what I'm trying to tell you. When you become new, your newness going to be tried. Just how new you are will be tested. Somebody ought to give God a praise because your newness has been put to the test in a number of areas. By yourself, your newness being, being tested. On vacation, newness being tested. Am I right about that? Notice what Paul says in Colossians. Y'all hang in here. 
Because this is partially what's wrong with the church. Preachers won't declare the truth of the word. And so you see how folks say, well, you know, God said come to him just as you is. Yeah, but he never told you to stay. We come how we are. But we should get better in God. Whores become women. Women become ladies. Oh, I'm right about it. Players, players stop playing. Become men. Become teachers, leaders, husbands. But now in the church, people are looking for somewhere to go where they can hang on to the, to the old. And some folk would tell you, I love my church because we ain't got all them rules. I mean, I don't like church no more. They got all these rules. Anything with order got rules. We need rules. Come on, I appreciate still living holy. I appreciate still knowing in this age that holiness is right. And I'm going to always preach against certain things because the Bible calls it wrong. If the Word calls it wrong, then don't look for me to preach it as being right just to please you or your mama. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. And I even understand that people, before they come to God, are sometimes messed up in different ways. There are men who for a long time have liked men. I hate when the church act like that. Homosexuality been around for since the beginning of time. This ain't nothing new, men liking men, women liking women. It's just back in the day they kept it hid. But if a man comes to Christ and he likes men, he got to become new. We ain't got to down him, we ain't got to degrade him, but the brother has to become new. That's my kinfolk, your kinfolk. Don't change what the word says because of the pressure your kinfolk try to put on you. Well, mama, that means if you go up there, that means you don't love me. Girl, shut your mouth. Mama gonna always love you. But mama don't love you being with this woman. Because God doesn't love it or approve of it. Preach it right, pastor, and never will. You have to put it off. You have to let that old go. And there are more people who were caught up in it than we think. Not always the man that twists. Not always the man that sound feminine. I'm right about that. Y'all, let me go on. Look at verse 8. But now you yourselves are to put off these. 
And Paul gives a list, but the list could have been greater. I mean, no, he could have kept going. Anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy. So they're, 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 they're speaking in a profane way about sacred things. That's got to stop. I want to say to us, we are sacred in the eyes of God. God's people are deemed holy people. You know reason we're deemed holy? Because He's holy. But as being holy people, we are sacred unto the Lord. Pastor, where are you going? That means if we're sacred unto God, then we better be careful how we put our mouth on each other. You can't be saved and talk about your brothers and your sisters every chance you get. I should have got a whole lot of clap right then. Lord have mercy. I'm... Some of you gossip before you got saved. Right? Some of you ran your mouth all the time before you got saved. You was always back and forth. In other people's business. Saying what's going on over here. What's going And, and just to be honest, some of us before we got saved, we kept up mess. You were known for that in your family. Keeping folk divided, telling one person one thing, you with another group, you tell them something else. Y'all, y'all got folk like that in your family. And it's like everybody like them. There's a reason. But see, when you get in God and you get in Him right, you got to cease that gossiping. You got to... It can't be every time something gets started, your name in the middle. Where you get that from? Well, so so and so told me that. That woman been here 10 years and still keeps up something. Here, where she go? Therefore, go to church to church and they just keep up stuff. But when they leave that church, they want to make you think what that church did. They don't talk about how bad that church hurt them. But, but you go talk to some people sometimes. Nah. Well, we glad that gossiping woman left. We glad that troublemaker. Woo! I don't care if y'all women get mad or not. The Bible calls some women silly women. See, see, we still have women who are who who are too silly. But see, what did Pastor saying? We have to. Put it off. Let the old go. Let allow this to be so. It's time to let this go. Filter language out of your mouth. In Christ, there are certain subjects we don't entertain. We don't talk filter. Then he said, do not lie to one another. Since you have put off the old. See, you cannot still be known as a person who's always telling lies. Now, y'all not going to like this. But there are times that any one of us can tell a lie. Not me, Pastor. I got too much of the Holy Ghost down on the inside. Fire baptizing, tongue talking, and foot stomping. And you can tell a lie. Said you would be there. 
That's all I heard. You'd be there. You wasn't there. You lied. You lied. You lied. Come on. Sometimes folk lie because they talk too much. The faster these lips move, and when your lips get to moving at a faster rate of speed than your brain is processing what you're saying, you start lying. Man, I'm telling you, we went to California, man, that Golden Gate Bridge, just standing on that bridge. Man, that was nice. Being able to see that prison uh, from the waters and this, that, and the other. Man, that, 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 that was just fascinating to see San Quentin sitting back down like that, this, that, and all. Uh, yeah, man, I, I know what you mean. Because yeah, when, when you look at it, it just, you've been to California. Oh, let me see. Mm. Yeah. Ain't never been there. Lying. See, sometimes when you get to talking too much, I'm coming your way. Even joking. See, some of you lie by your, your jokes. Here she come. Oh, man. I thought you, I got you, man. No, you got yourself lying. See, let, 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 let me tell you this joke. That, 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 that was a man. Was there a man? Before you go on, was there really a man that did this? Oh, it's just an old joke. Is it a lie? Because I'm so good at telling jokes. But see, you got, you got to let that go. The whole family get around. They want you to tell some jokes. You. I, I, I put that away. Look at uh, the first chapter. I'm in the close. I don't know how much more some of y'all are going. Yeah, because yeah, I, I want you to come back. Colossians 1 and 2. Here's the amazing thing with what Paul is saying to them. Notice no, no Colossians 1 and 2. It's who he's writing to. It's who he's writing to. Colossians 1 and 2 said, To the saints. And faithful brothering. Look, look at this. In Christ. They're in Christ. They're saints. They're faithful. But they still need to put off certain things. This is where the church misses it. They are saints. They are faithful. They are in Christ. But Paul said, do not lie to one another. So that means even after being saved, and sometimes being saved for years, there are still things we need to let. Pastor, I've been like this for yet it does not matter. Not questioning whether or not you say. But there can still be things. Did y'all hear me? That we need to let go. 
and tell your neighbor whenever you need to let something go, it starts with a new way of thinking. Come on, somebody. I said it starts with a new way of thinking. You will never let go of your old ways or your old deeds until you change the way you think. We're quiet. So I have to change my mind. Look at look 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 look, look at Proverbs. Ooh, hey. Pastor about to bring it in. Look at Proverbs. Look at Proverbs. See, we need this. And every now and then, God has to give a message like this to clean up some things. Come on, somebody. Somebody shout house cleaning. He's cleaning up some things. He has no doubt seen some things in us that he ain't pleased with. Because you can get somebody to tell you about how wonderful they are. Come on. But very rarely will you get somebody to be honest with you. And then there are times we don't need to be honest with certain folk about certain things that we know we need to let go. You have to be careful who you talk to. Come on, y'all. I'm just teaching it right. You have to be careful. There are some things you know you need to let go. That's a conversation you need to have with God. There are certain things you need to talk to God about this. Don't make the mistake, brother, of knowing I need to let this go. I'm just going to confess it to my wife. I'm just going to, no, don't do that. Even things you ain't did that you just thinking about can, can disrupt your marriage. Come on, somebody. You, you, you don't, <laughs> you can't tell everybody every dream. Right? And think that that's not going to change y'all. Amen? You sure was dreaming hard. Talking all in your sleep. And sometimes when somebody tell us that married folk, I pray, that we just be like, God, I hope I didn't say the wrong thing. Right? Nobody in here should feel that uncomfortable because we all have things we need to let go. Am I right? Noted Proverbs 23 and 7. He's talking about the miser, but listen. For as he thinks in his heart, Proverbs 3 and 7, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. As he thinks in his heart, so is he. If your thinking is according to the old man and not the new man, your deeds will be according to the old man and not the new man. Why? Because as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Brother, you want to get rid of the old deeds, you got to get a new way of Come on, somebody. I said, you got to get a new way of thinking. Now, some people are set in their ways. 
And whenever you are set in your ways, it's going to be challenging to you to change how you think. Am I right? Whenever you're set, whenever you're set in your ways, let me break this down. There's two things I want to mention. When you're set in your ways in reference to being a certain way, because that's how you were raised to be. See, the only thing going to change that is you changing how you think. Come on. It's by you being renewed. Come on, saints. According to divine knowledge. Because when you deal with some folk, no doubt they are set in their ways. Pastor, I've always been like this. Don't matter, my brother. Time for you to change. And then, and then when you hear saints say stuff, you know their way out. Well, Pastor, you know you can't teach an old dog new tricks. But see, you're not a dog. I said, you're not a dog. You are not a dog. And God himself has set a man over his people to feed his people with what? Knowledge and what? Understanding. When I am renewed according to divine knowledge, my ways change. My deeds change come on it don't matter how you were raised some of us was raised with a poverty mentality we were raised thinking we had to struggle we were raised thinking we had to cheat and cut corners that's how some of you were raised and you talk based upon your raising you always talking about what you can't do and what you can't afford. But then Paul said, I can do all things. Woo! How can that be your favorite scripture, but you always pole mouthing about what you can't do? See, when a person becomes a new man, one thing you put away is that I can't mentality. Because you recognize you can be whoever God, I'm preaching hard right now, has ordained for you to be. Oh, I'm finna drop one on the church and you can have whatever God has ordained for you to have. But you gotta let go that poverty mentality. And just let God take you where he wanna take you. Just walk with him and let him take. Just keep being renewed by divine knowledge. And watch how God just empowers you to do what he has ordained for you to do. Are y'all with me? Number two, religion. People are religious but not saved. You can be religious but not delivered. Whenever Jesus or the word meets a religious person, it's going to challenge how they think. Jesus met a man by the name of Nicodemus. 
who came to him at night. A ruler of the Jews. He didn't know that day that Jesus was going to challenge how he thinks. I said he was a ruler of the Jews. Did y'all catch that? He was an elder amongst the Jews. We're often make some of my Hebrew Israelite brothers man. He was keeping the law. Huh? He was keeping the law. He was doing everything according to the Mosaic law. And then Jesus told, accept the man. Woo! Be born what? Again. Become new. He cannot enter the kingdom of God. Come on, I oh, I'm teaching right. When you religious, they'll think God will say to you, or blow your mind. Nicodemus' mind was blown, Brother Daniel. He asked Jesus this question, how can a man enter into his mother's womb and be born again? Jesus said, that which is flat is flat, but that which is spirit And you know we struggle trying to get loved ones saved because they're religious but not saved. I read my Bible every day. I pray every day. But are you born again? Are you new? The only thing going back with Jesus is that which is new. Pastor, I give to the poor. I give to doesn't matter. Don't matter. He challenged Nicodemus thinking. A ruler of the Jews, man who knew the law, asked Jesus, How can this be so? And sometimes when God is speaking to us, we'll get in that same frame of mind. But Lord, how can this be? By you becoming new. By you letting the old go. Remember, the, the new man is renewed according to knowledge. Tell your neighbor, if you're not receiving and applying divine knowledge, the new man is starving. He's starving. That's when you don't just come to church just to hear, but you become a doer of the word. You are not your own You've been bought with a price. See, there's too many of you in here. You do what you want to do. And if you don't want to do something, you simply just say, well, I don't, don't want to do it. But see, you're not your own. You're not your own. You've been bought with a price. You best get up and be what God wants you to be. That's what proves you're new. But this, I wanted my way stuff. Uh -uh. The new man don't walk according to that. Right? And, and listen, then I, then I let it go. And the more we walk according to this divine knowledge, this divine knowledge, listen, saints, 
it literally changes whatever area we walk in divine knowledge according to. If you walk in divine knowledge according to money or as money is concerned, you're going to be a blessed person financially. There's no way to walk in divine knowledge. Do what the Bible says do and not be blessed. You're going to go through your trials. You're going to go through your trouble, your ups, your down. Come on, I get you. But even in the midst of your trouble, people still going to look at you and say, man, he don't ever go through that. And they only recognize you going through something right now. God knows how to allow you to go through, but still give you things he know you need and he know you desire. Some of y'all making me run longer. Even if your job says tomorrow, we cutting back the hours. We putting everybody on short time. If you're walking according to divine knowledge, that new man still going to have joy despite what the supervisor just told him or her. That old man going to be crying, needing a drink of liquor, Running somewhere trying to get alone. But that new man knows how to be still. And just say to God, what you want me to do? They cutting back. What you want me to do? And if he just say, I got you. Thank you, Lord. And then somebody walks up to you and gives you enough money to pay your car note up for the next 12 months. You only got that blessing because of what you let go. You let the complaining go. You let the crying go. You let the pouting go. And that new man just said, whatever you want me to do. But let's close in Hosea. That's why it's important to let the old let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. And, and how many in here, you, we all know when the old man, as the old folk, you say, start rising up. Come on, somebody. Some of you with your mouth. You know when you ain't talking like that new woman. Especially my married women. I need to talk to my married women for a minute. All married women look at me. All married women, look at me. I'm, I'm, now I'm being serious. All married women, look at me. I don't care how mad you get with your husband. There's a certain way you should talk to him. And don't be looking at me like that. And some of the sisters are like, well, Pastor, you can flip that thing. I ain't flipping nothing right now. This ain't no pancake. I ain't flipping nothing. I'm, I'm going to let it there because a woman needs to hear that. You can't just go off every time you you feeling anxious about letting him know this, that, and the other. You got to learn to be that new woman. And say, Lord, I need to address it. But give me wisdom. Something has to be said. But give me what to say. Show me 
how to talk to her. And there are women who know the way you talking to your husband, it ain't working. You just stay in the room by yourself all the time. Don't want to be around nobody. Your mouth. Damn, I don't want to hear that. Don't want to hear. Woo! Don't matter how mad you are, sister. The man is the head of woman. I'm looking at some of you women ain't smiling. Period. I ain't taking my eyes off of somebody. <laughs> I got these women on the run. They thinking in mama day. See, we don't know Bible. It's in your nature to rule him. That's in you. It's in you to take over. You say, Pastor, it just comes so natural. It's in you. What's not in you is how to seek your heavenly father so that everything in that house be done decently and in order. Why is that important? Because most homes, if you got to go, you go, is set, the atmosphere is set by most women. And for some of you, as long as you can remember, that's how you talk to your husband. That's how you talk to your supervisor. Some of you can get pulled over by the police and you yapping at the mouth and know you were speeding. Shut your mouth. He finna give you a warning and let you go. He walking up there. He already has it in mind. Gonna let her go. Give a warning. Tell her to slow down. Here you go rolling down the one. Why you stop me? Don't like a black woman in a Mercedes? Man, ain't studying your Mercedes. That man stopped you because you were speeding. We better get in that Bible. Paul talked about how the woman, it was not right for the woman to try to obscure the authority of a man. If you say, Pastor, I don't want no man be no head on me, don't get married. Don't get married. Because <laughs> no matter what his personality is like, if you marry him, he your head. Let's close in Hosea 4. Woo! Boy, I wish y'all could see these folk in here. Woo! But Merlin. You you watch boxing, you watch a little boxing sometime. You don't watch what what man here watch, watch boxing sometime? All right, all right, bro, Jeb, we got him on the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, them women out there want me to flip that so bad. Pray that you are blessed by today's message. Be sure to listen and share other messages available through our podcast outreach. We thank you for all of your past, present, and future support for our ministry. And remember. Jesus is a refuge.